Hoi hoi. Welcome to the Westlife podcast sponsored by Holman Barnes Group, which includes West Asheville League, best place to watch the game live and loud on Sunday afternoon if you're not at Leichhardt Oval when we take on the Newcastle Knights featuring Jacko Hastings. Uh, we are also sponsored by Mobile Corp. And give us a follow on the socials at WestlifePod on Instagram and Twitter. Support us and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash Westlife. And we'll get to the guys' questions later in the show. A few, few ones dropped in the Discord. Uh, a few people joined the Discord this week or joined the Patreon. And welcome to those people as well. Uh, it's really, really popping off in there now. And if you're on YouTube, shouts to the people watching us now on the YouTube stream and Facebook, please like, subscribe, turn notifications on. And I've got to go to the birthday boy. He uh, turns 30 years old today. Very happy birthday, Aaron Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. Happy birthday. I'm up to two Simpsons quotes already. Happy birthday, Az. G'day, Josh. G'day, Rob. G'day, Ben. Uh, G'day, all the listeners and viewers. Um, Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, more of a subdued celebration today. I only got back to Sydney yesterday um, and had a lot to do today. So quiet little birthday dinner with the family is pretty much all I got up to today. And um, I, I do like that your first Simpsons quote of the day was your first two words of the whole show. So yeah. kudos to you there, Josh. <laughs> yeah, shouts, Mr. Burns. Shouts, Mr. Burns. There'll be a lot of Simpsons quotes. If you don't like the Simpsons, uh, maybe tune into it. No, no. It just... They'll be subtle. I'll make them little Easter eggs for the Simpsons fans. But uh, also, oh, it- um, sorry. Also, just quick thank you to all of the people in both the Discord and on Twitter who've wished me a happy birthday today. It's been very, very much appreciated. It looks like a few people on the stream too. Uh, again, if you if you go into obviously they can't hear this. If you if you're in the comments, I saw like Gussie and Brocker we're in the comments when we go live you got to refresh it's such a dumb thing that youtube does it actually won't automatically go live you got to go out and back in dumb thing youtube um ben i'll go to you first very uh, aka at simpsons underscore nrl welcome into the westlife podcast mate coming in from queensland two weeks in a row that we've had a queenslander on the show so um maybe you're just more fun oh, up there. i wouldn't go that I wouldn't go that far to call me a Queenslander. I live in Queensland, but yeah, it's... Queensland uh, resident. <laughs> yes. There we and hoi hoi, lads. Um, and also, too, uh, happy birthday to Aaron. Uh, my present is not jumping out of a cake wearing nothing but a sash, singing happy birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> That's much appreciated. <laughs> uh, and speaking of liver-spotted skin... Only joking, Rob. Sorry, I had to, I had to <laughs> go on from that quote. Uh, Mr. Bashara. He's much younger than Mr. Burns. That was mean. Sorry, Mr. Bashara. How are you? Okay. Yeah, I'm fine, guys. Uh, good to see you all. Many happy returns, Aaron. Hope you had a great day. Uh, hi to all listeners out there. Um, yeah, looking forward to getting into this preview, and hopefully Ben doesn't have the same effect that Clarkie did on the Titans last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Clarkie pretty much. I mean, he said it was going to be a high-scoring game. He didn't say that we would barely not score enough points, but... Uh, ben, tell us a little bit, bit about yourself, uh, a bit more about yourself. So, firstly, how did you become a Newcastle Knights fan? So, I um, yes, I, did, I didn't grow up in Queensland. I've just lived up here for a few years. I grew up in Tamworth, which is a town that uh, uh, Tigers 
fans should be well aware of. Um, yep. One of your multitude of home grounds these yeah, days. Six this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so growing up in Tamworth, Newcastle were kind of like the closest team, I guess, geographically to Tamworth. Um, but also just growing up in the 90s, uh, watching the Johns brothers play and players like Chief Harrigan and Robbie O'Davis uh, definitely had a massive impact on me becoming a Knights fan. Yeah, yeah I, I grew up in the Central Coast, so I guess it was a bit of a default team as well. I mean, a lot of us had Sydney teams as favourites, but anyone that kind of wanted to jump into rugby league did become, and as you said, I mean, the Johns brothers, Chief, uh, yeah, Robbie O, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of Knights hype. I kind of hate as a Tigers fan not making the semis and seeing them get their first pre- well, two premierships in the spot, the space of four years in my schooling. I went my whole schooling about the West Tigers or Balmain Tigers making the final. So uh, the Knights fans definitely had a lot more fun at school. That's for sure. Watching their their football team, uh, the Simpsons NRL page. Uh, we talked a bit off air, but. Uh, let everyone know about those you, on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, do you want to let just let listeners know where they can find you before we get into it? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, basically, I'm the uh, known as the Simpsons NRL memes page on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, essentially, it's just it's it, it's in the words. It's uh, memes joining the Simpsons and NRL together. Um, I mean, we both we all here support teams that have kind of had a bit of a rough. Run uh, patch in the last say twenty years or so, our yep. entire adulthood. Uh, and I kind of start as kind of a if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Uh, Absolutely, that's us. Nice. <laughs> growing up in the in the nineties and supporting the Knights back then, and I will say back in the nineties, uh, particularly Balmain had some really good players. Like I was a massive fan of um, oh, what's his name? The your locks. Back to uh, Wayne Pierce. Junior, Junior Pierce oh. retired. What ninety? Oh no, sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm sorry. Paul Sirenid. Paul, Paul Sirenid, back rower. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, too, I was a big fan of um, what he did post career as well. Um, I don't. Are you aware Lowe's of his job he took post career? Krispy Kremes. Yes. Hmm. Um, I remember when I was working the West Leagues Club in Tamworth one year, and uh. He, it was just as uh, Krispy Kreme had started up in Australia and he was like there at the yeah. ground level and brought up Krispy Kreme donuts for all the stuff for yeah, a, right. a match he was playing. Yeah. Yeah, he was head of head of um, fundraising Community and marketing, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I played touch football against him too in Putney briefly as well. He's, he's kind of not far um, from where I am in Homebush. So, yeah. Uh, I childhood hero for myself as well. I'm sure, not childhood hero for Rob, uh, but yeah, definitely a legend. Of the club, the most close, cap- close enough. Close enough. I, was, I, was, I was 21 when he burst onto the scene, Josh. Actually, 20. I was turning 21. So he's pretty much your age. Uh, he'd be slightly older than me. Slightly older. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, zero. Love, love zero. Uh, can the West Tigers redeem themselves in round two? Watch them take on the Knights from the big screens in the spacious lounge and sports bars this Sunday, 12 March, kicking off at 4.05pm at West Ashfield. 
Here's some exciting news from our major sponsor, West Ashfield. Magpie Sports Awards makes its big return in 2023. The awards are to recognize, celebrate, and reward sporting organizations, their champions, and volunteers within the local community who can win up to $20,000 in cash prizes. Nominations close Friday, 17 March. Visit holmanbarnesgroup.com.au for more information. Holman Barnes Group, bringing people together. Righto. There's, I should have flicked that over until... So, yeah, at Simpsons underscore NRL on Twitter uh, is where you can find it. Right, we'll get straight into the team list. Uh, not really any news to report on that I could find, really, um, from, yeah, from the West Tigers. So, we'll go straight into the game preview. So, backline is as started on Sunday, I believe. Dane Laurie at fullback, uh, Nofaluma and Staines on the wing, Nathan and Talao in the centres, Dwayhe slash Dewey uh, and Brooksy in the halves, uh, despite what a few people don't like that number seven being named again, but I don't know what everyone expected. Uh, Stefano and Clemmer front row, Appy named to start at nine. We'll see. He's wearing the nine. Um, I, I don't think Sheenzy... Will Rob, do you reckon Sheenzy will start him on the bench again? I don't think he will, but as we know, Tim Sheens does what Tim Sheens wants. So, who are we to second guess him? Yeah. Uh, probably Sean Bloor named, so hopefully he passes the HIA. Uh, just quietly, I may or may not have ordered a 235 uh, run on jumper this week. 20% off. Uh, for members in the store until Saturday night of the Raw store. So that's, uh, that tipped me over the edge to, to order a Sean Bloor run-out jersey. So uh, have to have to support my guy. Uh, Joel from Gowie is named at lock uh, on the bench. Jake Simkin, Asu Kepa'oa, Seifarth on to uh, the bench. Fanua, uh, yeah, Fanua Pole injured. Uh, was it... Was it a knee tweak? Correct. Yeah, knee yeah, tweak. Uh, Alex 12, the last spot on the bench. So just outside the bench, Stafford Toa, Junior Tupo, Tuki Simpkins, Justin Matamua, and Brandon Tumith. Uh, ben, I'll let you kick off this one of this West Tigers side. Is there anyone in that side in terms of matchups with your guys that? Gives you a little bit of, uh, yeah, a little bit of apprehension, a little bit of fear. Do we do we strike any fear into to your side? We didn't with Clarky last week at the Titans, but uh, yeah, any what, what play from the West Tigers kind of scares you the most? I'm gonna say Clemmer. Um, I I think. By the way, thank you for uh, holding out and not giving us Lick Brooks. By the way, uh, <laughs> that, <laughs> I was, Thanks for coaching staff, don't thank us. <laughs> I, I was very happy that uh, we got Hastings instead of Look Brooks. Um, but in saying that, the having to give up Clemmer um, to get Hastings, that might come and bite us this, back this weekend. Hmm. Um, I was watching the Knights game last weekend and there's just something very stale and static about the Newcastle attack and I couldn't quite put my finger on it. And went back and watched it again uh, yesterday and kind of looked at the stats as well and realised like there was no offloads from our... Um, there was no passing from from any of our forwards. 
uh, and we ended up with the probably the I think it was the lowest average meters per set in the entire league last weekend. Um, and if you have a look at la Newcastle last season, and you look at offloads, uh, Clemmer had more than double the next player for offloads in the entire Newcastle squad last season. So him coming over and playing, uh, I, I guess we're calling it Sheen's ball, aren't we? Um, yeah. 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 Um, him coming over and playing that style of game where you guys ended up with, I think, the most amount of offloads of any team last weekend. So like 20-something <laughs> offloads. We do a lot uh, of good things, apparently. Stuck, yeah, that's another issue. But uh, Clemmer coming over and playing for you guys, I think he's going to suit his game hmm. very well and uh, could come back and bite us this weekend. And he's just an absolute meter. Eater. I think it was over 200 last week for us. Played big minutes. So uh, he definitely was yeah one of our better ones. I'm trying to think because we do – we started what well, we started. We've done it once. Uh I get people to submit a 1 to 10 rating for each player uh, performance for that game and work out the average. And Clemmer, he was second from memory. He was the highest forward, wasn't he? Correct. Yeah. I think, was, yeah. I think Adam, he had high, high sixes. Yeah, high sixes. Adam Dwayne, he was only seven. So yeah. David Clemmer was rated second best player in our team. And Robin and I both so. gave him nines. Yeah, we. I, I thought like if I was doing a three-two-one, it would have been uh, Clemmer, Dwayne, and uh, Charlie Sainz. But yeah, yeah, I, I gave him a nine. He was the only player I gave a nine to. Uh, we'll go on to the Knights team. So uh, at fullback, Lachlan Miller, Heimel on the wings, Heimel Hunt and Dominic Young in the centres. Dane Gagai. I mean, Dane Gagai. I don't know if you notice this, Ben, but Origin Gagai seems to come out when he plays the West Tigers, but. It's literally against New South Wales and against the Tigers, he seems to have blindness. And Bradman Best, the other centre. Uh, Ponger at 5'8", Hastings at halfback. Front row, the Saifides, Daniel and Jacob. Jaden Braley is hooker. Tyson Brazell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon, back row, Kurt Mann at lock. Uh, on the bench, Phoenix Croslin. Uh, fun fact, Phoenix Croslin had the same junior club as I did. Uh, he obviously went on to much better things than I did as well. Uh, I have a podcast, I guess, that kind of... No, it doesn't. He's a professional NRL player. Uh, Jack Johns, Jack Heverington, and Leo Thompson. And Hey, Thompson has any any relation? Not that I'm aware of. They had a Mitch, they had Mitch Barnett as well. They had a Thompson and a Barnett. Just need a Bashara <laughs> on there. No, uh, <laughs> any Basharas ever played NRL, Rob? You know? No, no. One, one, one that I think will in about six or seven years, but uh, not right now, no. Yeah, obviously we've got Richie, cousin Richie Barnett, uh, as well played NRL. Uh, Rob, on this night's squad, what matchup? I've already mentioned Gagai on our centres, but who of that team are you worried about? Uh, look, he hasn't lived up to his career height, but Kalen Ponga always seems to play well against us, even in losing teams occasionally. You know, he tends to score tries. Uh, you've mentioned Gagai. With the exception of Bradman Best, who's an absolute, you know, really hard bloke to handle, I think Bradman Best is probably the only slow bloke in that back line. All those other guys have got lightning speed. Miller, who they've acquired from Cronulla, is just grease lightning. Uh, you know, you've got Young on the right wing as well. So you've got plenty of speed there with Gagai. So I guess Gagai to a degree, but I think NATO can handle him well. 
but yeah, Kalen Pong is the guy. And obviously, Jacko is just going to be digging into our line as deep as he can and, and really trying to create some space for his outside back. So, and straighten the attack up, which Luke Brooks can't do. So, Jacko worries me as well. But their, their man is Ponga, and um, I think he'll want to have a big game. And he, and he played well in 2020 um, when he played us at Leichhardt. I think they put over 40 points on us that day too. So, yeah, Ponga's, Ponga's the guy to watch for. As for you. Yeah, the combination of Bradman Best and Dominic Young is probably what scares me the most. Um, Best is an absolute freak. And Dominic Young, despite not living up to his early potential, um, we, we really started to see what he was capable of in the World Cup with his performances there. Uh, so he's probably the one that I've got my radar on the most as a player that I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about tearing us apart. Uh, ben, is there any of those names that we haven't mentioned that uh, you support that you surprised that we didn't mention there? Uh, I really, I'm really expecting a good game from Ponga. I, th- I thought he played really well um, in their first game. Um, I think one thing that did hurt us a little bit is I think he's going to have to be given a bit of a uh, a license to roam both sides of the field a little bit. He felt it looked like to me that he was sticking mainly to the left side of the field and the one or two times I did see him shift over to the right hand side uh he got ignored uh so there kind of needs to be a little bit of a Hastings is riding the ship at the wheel and Ponga just pops up on either left or right hand side tries to get maybe get some sort of combination with those right hand players so defenses are not sure how to play because at the moment um, defences are knowing they just, um, on their right defensive side, is just a slide slide to the right and they're going to shut down most of his plays because the other issue at the moment with a lot of those plays is he moves, moves to his left, uh, engages the line and passes the ball to one of his uh, forwards and as long as your defence is sliding as a uh, one movement, you're going to shut that down. Uh, we need to maybe try and get a bit more of a depth in that um, attacking shape and maybe we can cause some trouble but Ponger himself, I thought he played well. You made that defensive uh, tactic seem so easy as a West Tigers fan. It doesn't yeah, that didn't sound familiar to us at all. <laughs> edge, de- edge defence has been, when was the last time we had good edge defence? Blake Ashford maybe? Like, it's been yeah, probably 2010, yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a but you get you get Ponger in any of those three on three situations as Ben's talking about. I mean, you say that he slides this way or slides that way. He can just beat his opposite quite easily, and then he can go short to his centre or, or cut out to the winger, and and he's done that so often from fullback. I know he's playing five eight now. Uh, mm. People forget he he came on and played some five eight for Queensland and absolutely blistered in State of Origin a few years ago. So he'll definitely handle five eight. It's just um you know the workload of having more defence to do. Hopefully our blokes can run at him a bit more and take a bit of sting out of his attack because attacking-wise, he's a freak. And um, I thought he was going to be the next Benji and he really hasn't lived up to it, but he's got all the tools. Uh, Don't forget he's also played uh, essentially lock for Queensland as well. He came came off the bench a few years back and was defending right in the middle of the field there. Um, And I think that's one of the things that's going to do him well this year is he can tackle. um, Having players around him... um, in the middle of the field. I think he's going to hold that um, defensive role just fine. And we saw a few tackles there 
on the weekend. He's not afraid to get in and make those tackles. It, a lot of those issues were when he was getting caught out one-on-one, which is going to happen a lot less. He's now attacking in the line with uh, players on either side. Ben, I, how do you and the rest of the Knights fan base feel about Ponga's switch from fullback to 5'8"? Overdue. Um, Overdue, okay. A, a, a coach that probably should have done that two years ago. Okay. Uh, it's now just been wasted. I feel like it's been wasted time. Two years of his career where they tried it a few years back and they got scared after a few, after a few weeks um, that he didn't match, magically fall in place straight away and panicked and put him back at fullback. They should have um, held their nerve at the time and we don't know where he could be um, at the moment if he had continued to play there back then. No, sir. Jack Johns on the bench. Did he play last week as well? You obviously got him over from I know he's at the Knights last year, it was the year before he came over from the last year he came over from the bunnies. Didn't he? I believe so. I, I, I get lost on those um, Johns boys. because um, yeah. one of so them's over at Manly at Coop, the moment as Cooper's well. Cooper's gone to Manly from, yeah. from Melbourne. Yeah, I, I love the Johns family podcast. It's literally one of my favorite favorite uh, yeah, favorite shows. It's uh, like it started during lockdown. It was one of the like best things to come out of lockdown. I, I think just the dynamic between them is hilarious. And Jack, obviously, if anyone listens, had like a bit of a falling out with his dad mid air, and they had to delete like part of the show or something. But yeah, I don't know too much about it. But it's it's, uh, it's pretty funny. They talk a lot of non footy stuff as well, which is awesome. But just how they take the piss out of each other is just the best. Do you, does anyone listen to the? I, I, didn't know, I didn't know there was one that existed. To be honest, I know the Maddie oh, Johns really? podcast. Yeah, I didn't know they had, like, the kids. Yeah, it's one. on the same. It's on the no. same feed. So he does his. He's got one with Cooper Cronk, and then he yeah. he does his family one. It drops Fridays, so oh, okay. it's just a, it's a fun, um, yeah, fun thing for a Friday. Yeah, I love it. But um, nice. uh, we'll go back to West Tigers boys. It is a West Tigers podcast, I guess. Uh, who? Who are you guys expecting to have a bit of a, a better game than last week? What about you, Az? I'll let you go first, birthday boy. I'd like to see a better game from uh, Tommy Talau, but if mm. he's like if he's not hampered by an injury, because we, we really missed out on seeing a lot of what he what he was capable of um, last year. I I think we're going to see a huge game from Clemmer coming up against his old club, and I'd say, and I don't know if Ben would agree with me, but in a disappointing year for the Knights, um, I'd say Clemmer was probably a standout player for them. And I'll agree the with other, that, yeah. yeah, and the other one, uh, if you just wanted to switch to the forwards, the forwards there, yeah. Josh. Yep, um, we're obviously really disappointed we didn't get to see the best of Sean Bloor last week um, since mm. he went off for that HIA. But he's got the seven day turnaround, and if he comes back, I I really really hope we see a, a huge game out of him, uh, Roberto. Oh, look, I want to see a better game from Big Stefano. Um, yeah, I think he, that was going to be mine. He, he, he was quite poor, especially in defence. His lateral movement still isn't there. Um, the Titans' first try, basically all our guys had to jam in because he was caught out of position, one off the ruck. Um, I, I thought probably from about the 20th minute onwards, he was, like, really gassed. Like, I know you can't take a prop off in the first 15 minutes, but if you're watching the game and seeing how bad he was struggling, you would have taken him off earlier. So I definitely want to see him live up to what David Clemmer did because 
like you, Aaron was talking about how good David Clemmer was for Newcastle. He was their player of the year last year. Um, last week, he made 34 tackles. None of them missed. He had 72 post-contact metres. Um, he's going to be su super hyped to have a big game. What, what I'm concerned about for us, I think Sean Bloor's concussion was too bad for him to have another run. So I don't feel Sean Bloor will be, Bloor will be there. I'm not sure even if Tommy Talao will be there the way he was in that when he came off in the 78th minute last week. He looked like he was really struggling. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a few late changes there. And, and look, to be fair, I think both benches for the Tigers and the Knights look quite weak. And I think Rachel mentioned our bench looks pretty weak. But yeah, uh, I just think, you know, we're, we're going to be struggling a little bit there. And I think the Knights have got a gun back line and, and a really good starting forward pack. So it's not going to be easy. And don't, don't forget, guys, last year we played them at Campbelltown. And I'm not sure if Ben remembers, but the Knights were on quite a losing streak at the time. And we, we stopped that losing streak for them. So uh, they haven't won a game this year, whether it be last week or in a trial. So I just hope they don't get their first win this week and, and we've got a lot to prove. The year before that, we got Nathan Brown fired. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the year before. Was that 2021? When we Might smacked the town? No, I, I, no that, was, that was 2019. Oh, is that... I mean, the last three years are just a blur. Hey, when did Nathan Brown get sacked? Because no, you got sacked. Like that was later in the season because generally we play you guys the second round every year. Like, this is a pretty static uh, game in the in the schedule. Nathan, um, Nathan Brown, definitely his last game coaching for you was against us at Campbelltown. We smacked well, Nathan Brown since coached for New Zealand after that before resigning from there, and he's promised never to coach again. So, yeah, he's had, he's had another gig since he left Newcastle and, re and retired. Man, was that that long ago? Yeah, uh, it was 2019. Yeah, because it was that last three rounds of 2019. We smashed the Knights, then we smashed the Dragons. And then we fell apart against the Sharks in the last round. That was Robbie, Robbie's uh, what three hundredth game or something when Robbie and Benji scored and Corey Thompson scored, Luke Brooks scored. I think we had a, a it was a really big high scoring game that night. Everyone pretty much scored. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of tries that night. I think it was like forty four to or forty six to four or something like that. No, 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 no. It was both, both teams both teams scored. Like it was like correct me if I'm wrong. It was like something like thirty two to 30 or something like that. I, I remember literally numbers one to number five for Newcastle all scored a try. Like the fullback, both wingers, both centres, and we still won. I think they had... Oh, Jesse that's Ray right. That was the, yeah, they had uh, that was the earlier there. one. Yeah. yeah, no, it was like... That was the earlier know, one in Newcastle. Robbie yeah, it was in Newcastle. Yeah, I, I thought that might have been the last game we played. It felt like it was in the back half of the year, but I could be wrong. Both the, were, they were both the last games. Newcastle won the last four of six. So in uh, 2022, they beat us at Campbelltown 14-10 and beat us at Newcastle 26-4. year before that, we got them twice in 2021. So uh, yeah, no, I think we got you in 2020, from memory. Yeah. 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 Magic Round. Yeah. It, was our, it was our first finals game for... Um, Literally the sorry, last... I'll, I'll, sorry for you guys. I'll um, describe what finals is. Finals is if you land in the top... <laughs> Eight and you you get one extra week of um of football before you had, get knocked out. I wish we had the wooden spoon argument still. We can't say that anymore. I mean, they still um, have three in a, three wooden spoons in a row. So I know we we got it last year, so we can't even we can't even say that anymore. I hate that's the old ninety spoonie. <laughs> ninety spoonie. Uh, see, you played ninety spoonie before. Uh, so the, yeah, twenty twenty one we. 
uh, we won both of those. 36-18 at Magic Round and 24... No, not Magic Round. That would have been... It says Lang Park, but that would have been just COVID bubble. Yeah, that's that's Magic Round. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. 2021? Yep. Okay. No, uh, well, you won't be playing us at Magic Round this year. Oh, yeah, you guys uh, yeah. missed out. Yeah, oh, we, we, we missed out. Good point, good point. You guys missing out on Magic Round. How are, is the fan base annoyed at that? Because it was based on social media interaction or something. Like, is it a lack of internet in Newcastle? <sighs> I don't like, know what, how they. It's a huge yeah. fan base. It's one of like, it, I I would have said no to Manly to to be honest. Like I would have just that would have been my pick. I I can't believe Newcastle were the ones chosen for that. Um, I kind of feel like the fan base is kind of indifferent because they've said um that we're always losing on Magic Round games, which. Yeah. I think if you go back in the last decade, we've lost quite a lot of games, um, whether it's Magic Round or not. Uh, yeah. But I mean, personally, I'm disappointed because I live up here in Brisbane. It would be uh, fantastic because I've missed out yeah. on the last couple of um, Magic Rounds due to uh, to work. But this year, I'm planning on going, and yeah. I'm going to get to see every single team except mine play. So personally, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. But um, yeah, I, I was surprised to find that the, the fan base is kind of mostly not as annoyed as I was expecting them to be. Hmm. Um, you get another home game, I guess. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of part of how hmm. the um, the fan base we're justifying is, is that we're not wasting a home game in Brisbane. Yeah. how Boys, how would you feel? The West Tigers missed out, but we got a game at Leichhardt or Camelotown to make up for it. Would you guys be disappointed? I feel like only if you're going would you be disappointed. What you, I'd, I'd only be disappointed for the Queensland fans. I, I, obviously, it'd be better for yeah. us. But uh, yeah, it wouldn't. I mean, if we're missing out on on Magic Round, we've got the buy. So I'll take the two points. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone I was... makes that makes up for that anyway. Yeah, I good. guess I just think we, we give up. I still think it's ridiculous that Magic Round takes half the team's home game. Why can't we just make it a neutral round on its own, and then everyone gets? I don't know. Sorry, as Well, that that's actually what the AFL have done this year, Josh. They've started what they're calling a gather round, which is very much a rip-off of Magic Round. But they've literally <laughs> just added an extra round what? in Sorry? the season. It's called gather a what? Round. Gather around. Or gather yeah. around. Or no, no oh, just gather around. Yeah. Gather <laughs> that's what they're calling it. But it's essentially a, a Magic Round um, clone. But what they've done is they've basically... So it's happening in Adelaide in, I think, like the fifth round of their season or something. Um, but it's an extra game of the season. So every team is still going to have 11 home games, 11 away games, and then they're just whatever they are is in a mutual gather round. So hmm. that's essentially what they've done there. As for as for our magic round, I I didn't think they'd take it away from us considering we yeah, have taken a home game there. Every every time so far, um, mm-hmm. I do remember a lot of the social media um, debate and argument was whoever ends up with the wooden spoon should miss out on Magic Round. But as soon as that was us, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, I was of the impression that the best team to miss out on Magic Round might have been the Warriors um, to give them basically a little bit of a, a holiday at home, like give them a home game in round nine, give them a home game in round 11, and then give them the buy in round 10. That way, they've got a mini three, almost four week holiday at home. Uh, the only argument I would state. A lot of Kiwis living in 
Queensland. Gold Coast, yeah, that was, that was going to yeah. be my argument as well. Uh, Gold Coast is almost entirely made up of Kiwis. There's probably mm, more than true. New Zealand. Kiwis yeah. and cocaine, that's all that uh, holds the Gold Coast together. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just, they're, they were sick. They felt sick. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know about the Warriors. I I think it has should be a Sydney team. I think spreading it out amongst... It's obviously not going to be a Queensland team. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't be the Storm. I think you got to get go every corner. I think it should be a Sydney team. Cause Which Sydney team has the lowest attendance, home attendance rate? I'd say the Roosters. Go them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. But Nick Politis doesn't need any more money. Uh, for me, it's Manly. I think Manly's got the lowest membership, don't they? Pretty sure. So for maybe Manly, maybe Cronulla. Uh, yeah, for me, it's Manly. I'm pretty sure they've got the lowest fan base. They don't travel out of Manly, let alone Brisbane anyway. So just make it them. Well, Man- Manly have hosted the Broncos in every Magic round so far in all three of them. Have they? That's been like the that's been the Friday draw card game, yeah. Fun fun fact. Uh, two teams, yeah, you love to hate, I guess. Uh, right on to our friends at Mobile Corp and Stephen. Shouts to Stephen from Mobile Corp, passionate West Tigers supporter. They can assist with anything IT related, and in the early days, uh, they were under a different name. They were sponsors of the Balmain slash Sydney Tigers as MLC phones, so they're now known as Mobile Corp. Ben, how do you remember the Sydney Tigers at all? Does that, because you're exactly the same age as me, do you ever remember the Sydney Tigers back in the I remember, I remember this season, because it wasn't just Sydney Tigers, I believe. Didn't didn't Canterbury also try to have a run at Sydney Bulldogs? Sydney Bulldogs as well that season, yeah. Everyone was trying not to be kicked out by just being associated with just one small uh, part of Sydney. So mm. everyone wanted to be where the, where the Sydney team before Super League was going to um, kick them to the curb. Yeah. I still think it's stupid that Roosters are Sydney. Roosters. And it was really weird. I was listening, briefly listening to Triple M the other day, and they were doing their footy tips, Gussie Wallen's show in the afternoon. And what's the AFL player that's on it? Um, former Swans. Player. Uh, anyway, it's all bloke. <laughs> yeah. talk, it, an it comes on the back page as well. I've just yeah, yeah. Up. He was going through his tips, and he referred to the Roosters. He was he referred to him as just Sydney, and it just doesn't sound right. If someone goes, "Oh yeah, Sydney should win that one," it's like it doesn't. Whereas if someone says East, like you know, like East sounds more more them. Does that make sense? Like just Sydney, because Sydney is our city. It's the whole city. It doesn't sound right to just claim the whole city. Like Sydney City made a bit more sense, but I think East like just makes more sense. Maybe I'm just getting old. This I is what happens his surname, but I, I know his first name is Ryan. I just can't think of his surname. Uh, no, you're thinking of the guy off Nova, Ryan Fitzgerald. You trying to think I, of Fitzy? Is that the AFL guy, Ryan something? He yeah, he played this ones too. But anyway, yeah. okay. back to Mobile Corp. Uh, there's a saying in IT, there are only two types of companies, those who have been hacked and those who will be hacked. So what can business owners do to protect themselves from cyber attack? Mobile Corp is a family-run tech company that supports the West Tigers and was even the jersey sponsor back in 2007. Uh, Mobile Corp are passionate about helping protect businesses from cyber threats. 
For an affordable cyber security solution, go to mobilecorp.com.au. Shouts to those guys there. Righto, uh, New South Wales Cup. So we're playing against the Knights uh, before first grade. So one thirty-five, a bit earlier kickoff. Of the, it's a four o'clock. I'm an idiot. It's a four o'clock game. So one thirty-five p.m. for I was expecting it to be two for some reason. Uh, one thirty-five p.m. is when Cup kicks off. Uh, a few names in there. Buller, as you watched Cup last week, who are some of our players there that you're keen to see again this week? Uh, Buller, Katoga, Wakem, uh, Sakuru, I think is his name. Those are probably the the bigger performers from our, our first game who could very well back it up again and should hopefully should back it up again. Uh, Jay, Jude Bolton. It's Jude Bolton. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Oh, the okay. AFL play I was trying to think of. Okay. Um, yeah, I would have lost sleep over that. Uh, ben, how, how's your cup team? Obviously not good. They're running 12th. They obviously got got done pretty well last week? Um, I haven't had a chance to follow too much of the cup competition at the moment. Uh, I do work in hospitality when I'm not making uh, memes. So I usually <laughs> find it, I find it uh, difficult enough just trying to keep up with the NRL games. Uh, sure. And like last season, I was kind of focusing my attention when I was not watching the NRL games of watching the WNRL because... Uh, we are the reigning premiers now. Um, we had an absolute gun team last season and took out the uh, the title. And so I kind of found when I was what um, not watching NRL last season, I was focusing on the women. Um, and yeah, this uh, this season I just haven't had a chance to try and watch what's going on in the lower grades. One of the players I was wanting to watch in the lower grades, uh, Mapungi is. Uh, now injured and is out for probably most of the season, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but he was one of the players I was expecting to do really well in the centres. He was going to be the heir adherent to a uh, gay guy. Um, but, uh, right. yeah, unfortunately, we're not going to get much of a look at him until next year, unfortunately. Uh, you guys lost 42-20 in Pukekohe, New Zealand. Uh, obviously, Pukekohe, for motorsport fans, that's uh, where the racetrack was, but yeah, no longer. I think it's no longer there. The supercars had their last race there last year. Um, not that anyone on here probably cares. Uh, righto, on to... You did Rob's trick there, Ben. You went went ahead to the, the women's, which, which we're going to talk about soon. You uh, skipped, skipped ahead a bit. But I, I like that you dropped in that you're reigning premiers. But we'll have a crack at it this year. So we'll see. Uh, Mayflies Juniors. So they're playing the Newcastle Knights as well. They're out at Campbelltown. On Saturday, so Harold Matts at 11.30 and SG Ball at 1pm. Uh, Balmain Juniors are down at the Collegians Sporting Complex in Wollongong. Does anyone know where that is? Obviously, it's in Wollongong, but somewhere. I don't know. Google Map, that one, if you want to go and watch. Probably the... close to Wynn, Wynn Stadium. Uh, yeah, Wynn Stadium's pretty much in the heart of Wollongong, isn't it? I don't know. South. I'm from north. I don't really know. The South that much. Apologies to everyone down South. Probably sound like an idiot at the moment. Uh, Harvey Norman Women's. So we're playing the Knights. A big, like, all our grades pretty much are playing. It's well, the Balmain guys are playing the drag or kids playing the Dragons. Everyone else playing the Knights this weekend. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of 
matchups with Newcastle. So the girls are at Campbelltown at 4 o'clock in the Harvey Norman, and Tasha Gale are at 2.30. So they're obviously with the Magpies. So one, two, three, four games on Saturday at Campbelltown. I get out and support uh, the Maggies. Jun- yeah, Maggie's Juniors, and then our West Tigers girls back-to-back as well. That's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, in the Andrew Johns Cup, so Laurie Daly Cup, these, these seasons are into the semifinals. We are in the semis for the Andrew Johns Cup. We are playing the Roosters up at Morrie Breen Oval uh, on the Central Coast, as I mentioned last week. Pizza Hut dine-in is not open anymore. Don't bother trying to find it. Um, but good luck to the Andrew Johns Cup boys in the semifinal. Uh, ah, of course, we said it earlier in the show, but I made you a little graphic. As Connor Noons on Twitter today said it was freaky looking, I was quite proud of this <laughs> little thing I whipped up in about 17 seconds. But um, I'll do a little hip hip. Hooray. Oh, for, Hooray. Boys, Robin, Robin <laughs> Bennett. Um, yeah, there we go. Yeah. We'll blame, uh, we'll blame the internet for that one. It's uh, identical, so. like identical to you, mate. Oh, don't, 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 uh, <laughs> just no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's, um, Thank you. The 30s, as you start, uh, yeah, hangovers last longer, you're achy, you're sore more. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. They say, someone on Twitter said it's the new 50s, the new 30 or something, but, oh, yeah, God no, help 30, my knees. He, don't, he didn't know what, thir- what 30 would make me, so. Yes, 30 makes you a teenager, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I learnt yeah. anything from uh, 20th century history, it's that the uh, the Roaring Twenties were ended by the Great Depression. So, uh, g- g- good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that fills me with so much confidence and optimism. <laughs> that, great, thanks. <laughs> and then World War Two came after that, so that's obviously the 40s. Uh, right, Rob Shadamus, Ben, are you a punter? Do you like to? Uh, I. I used to do a little bit of TAB work back in the day. Um, yeah. I do enjoy a punt every now and then, yes. Any wuss bets or? Ooh, no, no, I, I, I love going bold if I'm going if I'm putting a bet on. I, there, there's, you go hard or go home. Simpsons quote for anyone that missed that. Um, Roto, Rob Stradamus, you're on a heater this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open my app because I've I got a lot, of, uh, a lot of bonus bets to waste this Don't week. Don't waste so. it, mate, mate. Turn them into dollars. Turn them into dollars. Well, silly me, I didn't take up my own advice to everyone last week. So if uh, you weren't listening last week, I tipped Parramatta and Melbourne to go to Golden Point, and you would have got some really juicy odds there. Uh, look, I couldn't find too much this week. I, I've actually looked at the eight games, and I think seven of them are, are pretty tight and could go either way. So my tips this week are... Roosters 13+. plus. I, I think they'll really put a number on getting Joey Manu back in the team. And um, they'll be rocked by what happened with the Dolphins. So I think they'll bounce back really hard. And with the Melbourne-Canterbury game, I really feel like it's not going to be a high-scoring game. So I'd be definitely taking under 40 points. And if you really want to be daring, take Canterbury with about eight and a half start. Because yeah, seven and a half there at the moment. Yeah, but you can you can adjust your own line if you yeah yeah make it lower yeah uh, yeah make it a bit lower. But I actually think I think I know it's going to sound crazy. I think Canterbury can knock them over. I mean, when mm. you're missing missing Munster, missing Pappenhausen, half the you know half their starting packs with the Dolphins, Brandon Smiths with the Roosters. I just think they're missing so many players and. 
they're going to lack a bit of creativity there, especially with Wishart at 5'8". So I just think both teams will be struggling to score points. So it could go either way. But, yeah, I, I think under 40 would be a pretty safe bet. And, you know, if you really want to, you know, let your hair down, maybe take Canterbury with the start. Yeah, I just did. I just threw a bonus bet on that. So Tigers Knights uh, on this gambling company that bets on sports. I won't say who they are because they don't sponsor us. Uh, $1.71 for us, $2.15 for the Knights. Are you surprised, Ben, that, I mean, I wouldn't say we're heavy favourites, but uh, the bookies think we're going to win this despite how rubbish we were. I mean, you guys lost last week as well. Look, I, I understand why the bookies are probably going that way because I, I'm, I'm definitely going to um, back the Knights because I'm going to follow the heart. And um, I've been burnt before and I, I, I'm, I'm used to it. But um, the thing about the Tigers last week was with you had all these offloads, you had all these things happening, but it was the errors that let you down. Mm. And it kind of... The way the Tigers played, it kind of felt like, uh, you know, back in the future where um, Marty McFly jumps up on stage and he, he he just turns to the band and says, watch me for the changes, and they start playing Johnny Be Good like they've been together for years. The West Tigers last week kind of felt like how that scene should have happened in real life. Like, we don't know you, and it just becomes clunky and it doesn't go to plan. That's what the Tigers kind of felt like last week with all these offloads, all these passes. Plays weren't quite sure of themselves. And even though the passes were not um, due to the offloads and stuff, it kind of felt like players were dropping the ball cold because they're not used to getting balls from those particular players and things like that. If it sticks this week, I would not be surprised if the um, Tigers put on a 30-something scoreline against Newcastle. Yeah, I would. I mean, Michael J. Fox could play halfback better than our current halfback at the moment, I reckon. But uh, yeah, it's. I guess so. If we just, yeah, a bit more crisp with the ball. What do you reckon, boys? Are you? We'll do our tips. Uh, might as well go to our tips now. Bring them up. So then I'll get, let you go game by game. But starting with our boys, as what do you, what are you tipping for us? Yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little bit nervous about this one. Um, obviously, with Jacko. When are we? When are we not us. nervous though? I'm nervous for every point. West Tigers game in the history of the West Tigers. I don't know. The grand final. Winning. The grand final. I was confident. 2005 grand final. As soon as Pat Richards was playing, I thought we'd win. I think that's the only time my time as a West Tigers fan I've been confident in them. Anyway, and sorry, was that Alex. only? Be- and was that only because of how we creamed the Cowboys in yeah, that fifth. first final? Yeah, correct. And we just, we just, <laughs> we were just. I don't know. It's indescribable, that run in 2005. Uh, you would have been, what, fresh out of high school, 2005, Ben, because you're my age? Yeah, I, I remember my main thing I remember from 2005, apart from us winning the spoon, was it was the um, <laughs> it was the um, first game for our future um, half-back 5'8", that never went anywhere in his career. Um that was meant to be the heir apparent for uh, Andrew Johns. And, uh, yeah, we all end up know how his career ended up with uh, taking drugs and stuff. He did play Origin, though. Oh, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, but, well, we're uh, talking about Jared so Mullen. So has Mitch Moses. Anyone realizes who it's oh, Jared about. Mullen. He, uh, sorry, yeah, he didn't take... Jared Mullen, yes. He took, steroid, uh, like, he took performance-enhancing drugs, didn't he? 
Yeah, yeah, trying to get back, I think, on the field because he, he's um career was plagued by injuries he was a really good player but he just could not stay on the field um but i remember watching his first game in 2005 and just watching him play he was still in high school when he debuted and just going oh we're settled um andrew johns is about to retire in 18 24 months and don't worry about it um we've got this young guy mullen coming in and uh premierships are gonna just gonna keep on coming Mm. Well, we were meant to have the next Andrew Johns as well. Uh, we still might. Who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we still have him. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, who knows? He just doesn't play like him. <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. Um, Rob, you've tipped the Knights in this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, look, I'm not saying we can't win it. I, I don't know how we're favourites. Uh, I tipped the Knights solely on I'm really worried that Sean Bloor is not going to play, and then I feel like we're going to be promoting someone who hasn't played too much first grade, whether it be Tumuth or Simkin, and then we leave, we'll probably leave Safarth on the bench, unless Safarth gets promoted, one of those other boys comes on the bench. No offence to Safarth, he tries really hard, but he there's, you know, he's just a pretty bland player. There's no you know extra strings to his bow. Um, and I don't think, until we win games, I don't think we're entitled to be favourites against anyone. As I said earlier on the pod, I think Newcastle got a really good back line. They've got a solid forward pack. But again, I think their bench is weak and I think our bench is weak. And I think they've got more points in us than we do. So we're going to have to dominate. And even if we had a 12-point lead, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable sitting on it. And the pressure that is on us this week, like for me personally, I'll be so happy if we win, don't get me wrong. But if we beat the Knights, respectfully, Ben, big deal. You know what I mean? We're meant to be beating the Knights. So if we lose to the Knights, you know, then I'll, I'll be Devo. And gosh, if St. George beat the Gold Coast Titans, and I, I've tipped St. George for the spoon, well, what does that say about our performance last weekend? So, look, I, I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not going to tip the Tigers. Even if I think we're going to win, I'm not going to tip the Tigers ever again. I just, hmm. I just, yeah, don't want to jinx us. You think I'd be offended, but I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, it's, so the first game on uh, tomorrow night, Rabbitohs and Panthers. I've gone the Panthers. The boys have gone Rabbitohs. I think, uh, I mean, I feel like an idiot doing this, but I don't know. I just feel like the Panthers at home, Souths are really, really good, but I think the Panthers, they can't lose three. Like, if you include the World Cup Challenge, they can't lose three in a row at home, surely. Like, surely they'll get it together. This week, what do you reckon in this one, Ben? I'm going south, um, and it's. I th- I still think Penrith can win the premiership. I still think they can do the three in a row. But I think this year, it's kind of like a bit. The top teams are a lot closer this year than they have been in the last years, and the lower teams are a lot. There's still a gap between the haves and haves nots, but there's a those gaps between those teams are a lot less and. It just comes down to, I think the Panthers just need another few weeks to get used to their new setups. Um, I think Souths are going to do really well. Um, they had a lot of, lot less um, change in their um, players in the off-season and late tough last week. Jesus Christ. Souths are getting a four-and-a-half start in this game. So. Oh, sorry. I said Blake Tough. Sorry. I meant Lachlan Ilias. Sorry. Ilias, yeah, yeah. Tiger sorry. Junior. Um, hey, uh, boys, why are you, why are you guys going Rabbitohs? Anything to add? 
Oh, for me, it, it pretty much hinged on whether Latrell was going to play or not, and they've declared today that Latrell Mitchell will be playing. I, I just look, Souths are a great team, and they're going to do well at the end of the year. I, I expect them to play in the grand final. But if you had premierships decided in March or April, Souths have won the premiership the last six or seven years, going back to when Greg Inglis was playing for them. They always start the year white hot. They destroyed St George in the charity shield within 25 minutes. Um, I, I'm expecting Penrith to come out really firing, but I just think it's going to go down to the wire. But ultimately, I think South have just got a little bit too much creativity for Penrith. So, uh, But I, like I said, there's seven games that I think will go down to the wire, and it wouldn't surprise me who won in either room. Uh, the only one I see is clear-cut is the Roosters. Uh, Eels yeah, at I'm... home. Oh, sorry, Ass. Yep, sorry. I'm my thoughts on the Panthers at the moment are it's going to take them a few more weeks to adjust to the the loss of Appy and the and how that's affecting mm. their combinations between their forward pack um, linking with their halves and I mean they've got a buy next week so that's going to help them a bit more but uh, yeah I I just think there's who's a, got a buy Penrith Penrith have the buy next week yeah mm. so I yeah I'm given I'm given the edge to the bunnies with Latrell and that Panthers needing some more time for their combinations to gel in game. Uh, Eels at home to the Sharks. We've all gone Eels. Ben, would you say Eels as well? Or Sharks? Uh, after last week, yeah, I'm going to go Eels. I I was a little disappointed by the Sharks last week. Um, like, like we say that um, Gay Guy is uh, kind of like you have that um, crusty doll, good, yeah. bad switch... Um, when he's played for Origin. Yeah. It's kind of like Moylan's kind of saying where he's on contract, off contract. And, um, yeah, I, I really think um, Moylan didn't step up last week. He was the senior player in the halves, and um, it was Trindle doing most of the work. Um, it really had to be Moylan doing a lot more work, and it didn't happen. They've got a gr- good forward pack that are all very – they're all different shape size. They all – do like different things and you don't know what to expect from the forward pack from the sharks um as in attacking uh, style but i was really disappointed by them last week so um and the eels surprised me as long as josh hodgson does not get injured eels will win this apparently matt mullen needs more potassium benzoate in his uh in his diet ben oh oh he his entire body is cursed <laughs> Simpsons, Simpsons quote again. You're you're enjoying these references tonight, aren't you, Josh? I am. I am. I was sitting on that one. Uh, that's bad, by the way. Uh, Broncos, Cowboys. Uh, who went the Cowboys? Rob, you went the Cowboys. We went Broncos. Uh, why Cowboys, Roberto? I just feel now that the teams have swapped around in terms of who's big brother, who's little brother. Uh, I think Todd Payton would have absolutely blasted his team for blowing an 18-point lead last week and then, you know, ultimately winning with a um, Chad Townsend field goal with a couple of minutes left. So I just think it'll be a great game and, either again, either team could win it. But if, you know, if I'm going to go with the, the tried and the proven, I mean, I'll, I'll go the Cowboys. But granted, the Broncos played amazingly well last week to beat the Panthers. Mitch on Facebook, he reckons golden point for Cowboys Broncos. Rob, I think I think there's seven possibilities of golden point this week. So yeah, but um, look, I, with golden point, I, yeah, I just tend to take the teams that I don't think are great at field goals. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a possibility. I agree with you, Mitch. I've gone Broncos 
particularly on the Suncorp factor. It's always, I mean, it's been gone to Golden Point heaps this game, hasn't it? This matchup. Uh, as they've had some classic matches over the last seven yeah. or eight years, definitely. Oh, they absolutely have. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the Broncos more because I can't. I'm not really sure how much I can trust the Cowboys after um, blowing that lead because they they were they were white hot for the first 20, 25 minutes, but then they just let Canberra back in the game, and I don't think I can trust them as much unless they can show us that they're more trustworthy. So yeah, after the Broncos performance against. Penrith, I'm tipping them to back it up. Uh, ben, Nico, Broncos, uh, yeah. Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going uh, Broncos uh, purely based on the bench. Um, the bench just looks a little weaker from the Cowboys this season opposed to last year. You, uh, Granville, I think, is on the bench this week again. And um, you boys will be well aware um, James Tamau is... Not mm. the same player he was a few years ago. So he's our age, Ben. That's why. Yeah, oh, I I couldn't play rugby league NRL when in my heyday back. Now I'm in my 35. No hope. So James Tanner really is. He he's doing well just to keep up. But yeah, I, I I don't think that the Cowboys have the bench to be able to maintain what they were doing last year, and that's where the Broncos are going to get them this week. You know, I've just realised after all these years, the Broncos and Cowboys rivalry. It's only just now that you're on the show, Ben. The Broncos, uh, the Cowboys are the team that Homer Simpson goes for, and, and the Broncos are the team that he received. I never realised Broncos Cowboys are, are linked in the yeah the Denver Broncos. There you go. Oh, I see. I always think of the um, the the quotas like um, the Gold Coast being the forgotten child. It's like we always have two. We always have one good team, one bad team, and um, they're always forgetting about the Gold Coasters being the third child as Maggie. Is Maggie, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, your youngest daughter. Uh, Roosters, Warriors, all three of us uh, tip the Roosters. Ben, pretty, pretty simple that one. I don't know if New Zealand will win a game. They're not playing us in Australia, so I don't think that they won't win many games in Australia. Uh, Roosters are home, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going Roosters just purely that the fact they're on home. I don't think the I think the Roosters are getting blown up a lot more than they really should be. Um, they do because they've got a lot of injuries at the moment. Mm. A lot of players aren't available. I and I don't think they've got the um, depth to cover it as we saw last week. Uh, next game, Dolphins at home. So their first game at uh, what's their arena called? Uh, They're playing Redcliffe, I think, this week. Redcliffe, whatever Redcliffe's. KO Stadium. Thank you, As. Um, That's why I got you on the show. You have the facts. Uh, Dolphins are 235 outsiders, but you and I tipped the Dolphins. We got fins up this week, As. I, yeah, I think just the occasion, first home game, confidence from that win. Mm -hmm. I reckon they'll ride that and probably get over Canberra. But, Rob, you've got Canberra. Why, Why am I an idiot? You're not an idiot at all. You, the, the Dolphins could probably win. I just, I just feel like, uh, you know, as we were talking about with the Cowboys Raiders game last week, the Raiders finished really strongly. They got off to a slow start. I rate the uh, the Cowboys forward pack. I certainly rate the Dolphins forward pack. Don't get me wrong, but very hard to get up two weeks in a row. Um, you know, Canberra are more established team guys. It's going to be hard to keep rep- reproducing what the Dolphins did every week. So. Certainly wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins won, but I, I just feel like Canberra will want to get back on, on deck and get their first game of the first win of the year, sorry. 
Ben, who are you tipping in this one? I'm going uh, the Dolphins. We learnt last week that um, you do not bet against uh, Wayne Bennett unless he's uh, coaching Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, Ben. Very good. Uh, Storm Dogs. I thought this was a pretty simple one, but yeah, Munster out. Um, yeah, uh, you've kind of hit on that one already. So do you think Storm in this one, Ben? Uh, it's hard to say. I. I feel sorry for uh, Wishart. Um, so I think he is a half for a um, for, um, hooker, but he's been used as this Mister Fixit man by Craig Bellamy, um, and I don't. I think that's really hampering his um, crew development. So I think based on how the dogs played last week, I'm going. I'm tipping Storm, but I would. I'm hoping that Wishart's going to become. I think Wishart's got the potential to be a really good player if he can just play the same position four or five weeks in a row. So hopefully with Munster out with his injury, maybe we can start to see the best of him. And yeah, might, might, I was just going to say, Josh, you might yeah. even find there, Ben, that uh, like it's just you know a bit of a conspiracy theory. I've got a feeling Wishart has played quite a bit of footy when he comes on for Melbourne as a fullback. You might see Wishart play fullback and Meany into the halves this week because Meany can really create a lot. He's got that really good long pass where he cuts out his centre to the winger. Um, so I just think, you know, if they want to be a bit more creative, they'll put Meany into number six. It, like, he'll have number one on his back, but he'll be playing 5'8". So just don't be surprised if there's a little positional switch when we watch the game. Otherwise, I think Canterbury are, are really in this match. I'm going to go... Dub I'm going to double down on your um, conspiracy theory and say maybe we see Grant play a bit more of a, um, a halves role and wish up play more of a uh, hooker role. Okay, yeah, that's a possibility too. Most certainly. And then last game, we've all tipped the Titans, maybe because they hurt us so badly last week against the Dragons. It's a dollar ninety each in this one, so it should go Dragons' first game of the year. As why are we tipping the Titans? Well, I've tipped the uh, the Dragons from, for the wooden spoon and. Based on their off-season, based on their charity shield, I'm at a point at the moment where unless they're coming up against a team like the Dolphins, if the Dolphins don't win another game until they play the Dragons in a month or so's time, then I'm not going to start tipping the Dragons until they can show me that they can put everything aside and get a win. Uh, and Ben, who are you going for in this last one? Yeah, I, I've tipped also the um, Dragons for the spoon. Um, I think Titans will get this this week. Um I will note, though, that um, I believe um, Campbell is playing in the halves this week. Um, there was a change today. I'd have the team list in front of me. Oh, um, yeah, I believe they've, they've ruled out foreign, and um, okay. uh, Campbell's um, got the spot in the halves of okay. over second. Uh, I, I dare say Brimson will end up moving to 5-8 there, Ben, and then Jaden Campbell will be fullback. Either way, I don't think the Dragons are going to handle it. Yeah, look, I think it's going to be a close game. I've, I, like, like the three of us have tipped the Dragons for the wooden spoon. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, it's sad to say, like, the Titans weren't impressive to me last week. Like, their key guys, like, you know, Tino, uh, Fasua Malaawi, like, we shut him down totally. Fafita basically made one run, which led to their first try, and they didn't do anything. Like, they got a scrum move. They We didn't contest a bomb. So the Dragons can certainly win. I just... just wasn't happy with what I saw from the Dragons in the Charity Shield match. So, 
again, like like most of my tips, I'm really not tipping many wins with much confidence this week except the Roosters. I think all seven games, all, all of my other seven tips could go the other way. Oh, they're both losers and they should never try. <laughs> losers. <laughs> losers. <laughs> uh, Patreon question time. So patreon.com forward slash Westlife. If you want to support the show, help support the show from just a few bucks a month. Access to our Discord. Uh, take part in the show. Get early access to some episodes that we pre-record and that sort of thing. Uh, shouts out to... I'm going to give a shout out to anyone who joins up. So this week we've had uh, Shane, Adam and Michelle all join up this week. So welcome to those guys. Shane literally signed up just before we went on to air tonight. So you guys, uh, for next episode, if you want to drop a question in the Discord on the Rant channel, I think the guys, a couple of guys have for tonight. Uh, Phil is a red ask. This is for Rob. Following on from Rob's comments on the last pod, if Brooks has another poor game at the weekend, should Wakem be giving given a chance against the Bulldogs? So he's mentioned you there, Rob. I'll let you take that one. Look, my my straight up answer is yes. He should be given a chance. I think it's pretty common knowledge now we're going to play. Brooks at number seven till we're blue in the face. Um, right. And as, as I said on Monday's pod, you know, Sheens and Benji are going to look pretty stupid if Wakem, who's probably on roughly 150k a year, comes in and, and combines like he did with Adam Dewey in the trial against Canberra and we yeah. kill, it, kill it and put a, a bloke on a million bucks in reserve grade. But my counter-argument to worrying about putting a bloke you know, worth a million bucks in reserve grade or what his price tag is, is we've played, we played for a few years where we had three or four of those blokes where we had your Packers and Madalinos and Josh Reynolds and Chris McQueen. We had three or four million dollars in reserve grade and somehow still struggle to, you know, we, we managed to get ninth place and 11th place. So moving forward, Josh, I'd like our coaches to put the best team on the paddock. And if you're playing well in New South Wales Cup and you earn your stripes, get given a chance, and if you fail, well, then move them back. But Wakem has played a great trial. He played a great New South Wales Cup match last week. So, yes, I'd love to see him in there in round three should Brooks have another bad game. But my number one thing with Brooks I want to see this week, straighten up the freaking attack. Straighten up the attack. Give our blokes some room. Okay, if he's going to keep running sideways, we're going to get what we got last week, which wasn't much at all. As I'll... I'll uh, add Gussie's question here. It's a bit of a random one, as Gussie tends to do. So Jake Jake Simpkin has a pretty red-hot crack in the two trials and played fairly well round one. Could we possibly see him get some time at halfback? So it kind of follows on from the last question, talking about halfbacks. Do you think Jakey... Because he was training a bit at half, but I think that was only because... I thought that was because Brooks and the way he hadn't come back from holidays yet. I, I, yeah, I mean, um, Shane's just like crazier things, but I don't know. I can't see that happening. I listened to both episodes two and three of Behind the Raw today, um, and I heard Sheenzy mention um, when talking about Jake that he, he did some training at halfback, but he didn't really elaborate on it, so I wasn't really sure what the go was there. Um, I mean, I, I don't think we will, but there's... if enough injuries happen, that's always a possibility. But I do think Jake is primarily a 
um, a hooker. Maybe it was just to give him a bit more of a game management sort of uh, role or a bit of a look in that side of things. That that might be why he was training there. But I I mean I don't I see where Gus is coming from, but I don't think it would happen. Uh, ben, just to finish, what's your outsider look? You kind of mentioned Brooksy. Uh, you're stoked that Sheenzy said no to you guys taking his contract for some reason. But what, how how do you feel about Luke Brooks from the outside looking in? Yeah, I'm really glad we didn't pick him up. Um, you just watch him year after year, and there's no development. There's no change in his game from year. And I know it's an unfair comparison, but you look at someone like um, like Nathan Cleary, and you, uh, up until we haven't had a look at him properly this year, but each year you saw there was a new element to his game every season. He was working on something in his off-season to add to his game. There was another feather in his bow. Luke Brooks hasn't been doing that. We're saying the same things now that we were saying six, seven years ago about Luke Brooks. Straighten the attacks. Talk more. We've been saying it every year after year, and he has not done those things. So, yeah. Okay. So pretty much looking the outside, looking in, is exactly pretty much what everyone thinks from the inside, inside looking out, I guess. Uh, right, Monday night's show. So next episode of the Westlife podcast, 8.30 p.m. Monday night. We, we will review this game, uh, the three of us. Rob, you're coming on Sunday. You're obviously not, Ben. You're not flying down to Leichardt. Have you been to Leichardt before, Ben? No, I've um, I've watched Newcastle play at Manly um, and in Brisbane, but I have not watched him at... Um, yeah, Leichhardt. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so, good luck and enjoy this game. If you're in t- going to go to the Tamworth game, maybe I could join you in Tamworth later in the year. I could go and visit the family. I think I'm in Fiji on the Tamworth game. Look, I, I, if, but, yeah. if I had the choice, I would pick Fiji over Tamworth. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I've got a family holiday in Fiji around that time. Oh. It's when we play the Sharks. That's what I know. Yeah. I know there's yeah, two games. I've got to find a bar. Yeah, yeah. I need some tips. Anyone who's been to Fiji before, find me. We've got the, we've got the rabbits at Tamworth this year, but that might be around the same time or around yeah. close to the same time. Yeah. Do us a favour while you're there, Josh. I mean, do you find us a centre three quarter for our first great team? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Fiji. I'll take a footy over and see if I, uh, I'll take a clipboard, see what, see what I can't find. Uh, ben, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight really appreciate it and yeah obviously a few simpsons quotes dropped in there i'm always keen to uh to do that i love you big fan of your work on the socials and give give them a plug too just before we finish you did at the top of the show but just for anyone that missed it uh yeah so yeah follow me on uh facebook and twitter simpsons nrl memes um it's been it's been a great time catching up with you boys um as i said earlier misery loves company we've all his support teams that have struggled uh, in our entire adulthood. And if you don't uh, laugh, you'll cry. So um, if you go and look at on page uh, on my page, you'll see that Newcastle suffer more than probably any other team. And you just got to remember, boys, the, the Chinese use the same word for crisis and opportunity. So this Sunday... Crisis-tunity. Crisis-tunity. Right, this is going to be a bit awkward, Ben, because we've never had a non-Tigers fan... <laughs> 
on at the end of the show. But at the end of the show, <laughs> everyone in the comments, you know what we say. At the end, uh, see you on Sunday, everyone. Shouts to everyone who gave a shout out last week or said hi to us. On so, uh, if you see us on Sunday, feel free to say hi and have a chat with us. And until Monday night, boys, go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Go the Tigers. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Westlife Podcast. Please follow us at Westlife Pod on Instagram and at Twitter and facebook.com forward slash westlifepod. You can also support and take part in the show at patreon.com forward slash westlife and give us a subscribe on YouTube and turn notifications on. We'll see you again next time on another episode of the Westlife Podcast.